Amen. Please be seated. Did you see how eager Augie was for the bread? You're on the way. Uh, these are my friends, Jess and Cy. They're going to, uh, they're both Hope students. They're both awesome rock stars. Uh, they're going to read for us uh, in just a minute. But first, I wanted to share with you uh, a, a moment I experienced earlier this week. Uh, every quarter of the year, uh, Pastor Jenna and I make our way, uh, usually on a Wednesday morning, to the warm friend uh, where we uh, visit with the saints of Pillar there. The warm friend is a retirement home on 8th Street. Uh, Velma and uh, Ruth and George, uh, Pat and Ron, uh, Margie was there, Eda sometimes there too. Uh, and then we, we talk about their lives, we talk about our lives. In this case, we talked about the church and the building project, $450,000 to go, $150,000 matching grant. Can we make it by September 29? Can I get a witness? Yeah, I need a little more of a witness than that. <laughs> and then in the afternoon, we made our way over to Freedom Village uh, to visit with the Saints of Pillar there. Uh, Gordon Van Wylen and Paul and Janice, Jim and Susan, uh, Carol and Thea, uh, Bob Vischer uh, was there. Bob sort of organizes it all for us. Uh, tea, coffee, cookies, he passes them around. It's delightful. Uh, after our uh, afternoon at Freedom Village, Bob and I meandered our way down the halls of Freedom Village into the Clare Bridge section of Freedom Village, which is the memory care unit, so that we could visit with his uh, beloved wife of 66 years, uh, Marge Vischer. Uh, we sat in the sitting area. Uh, they, they wheeled Marge uh, to us. She's been battling with dementia. Uh, though dementia has taken so much of her, it can't take uh, the vibrancy of her spirit, uh, and the joy in her heart. Uh, Bob said to Marge, this is our minister. And she said, I know. <laughs> she felt maybe bad for teasing him, so she made a kind of kissing motion uh, 66 years later, and they still want to kiss. Uh, in, in our short little conversation, something I thought stunning uh, happened. And I'll tell you about it in a minute. But first, I wanted to return with you to the word I offered last week. I realize a whole host of you were finishing off summer somewhere else. The word is anakainumenon. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Anakainumenon. You want to try to say it with me just for fun? Anakainumenon. It's like an onomatopoeia. It just sort of rolls off your tongue. Anakainumenon. Try it again. Ana is a prefix meaning re or up or completing a process. Ana, kainu is, is the kainu is the root word from kainos, which means new, and then menon is the way of making it a middle passive participle. So it's an action word, it's a verb in which you are both the subject and the object. So you are both participating in the action of the verb, and the action of the verb is happening to you. That's what the middle passive means. It's a little bit like adding an ing to a word. Anakainumenon, to translate, could be being made new again or being nude again. But that doesn't sound right. <laughs> or as I'm translating it, becoming who you already are, new. Anakainumenon, and that is what the gospel of Christ is about. Anakainumenon. That's what God is doing in the world. 
anakinumenon. Isaiah imagined, I'm about to do a new thing. The apostle Paul shouted, anyone who is in Christ is new. Jesus stood on the shoulders of time and announced over history, behold, I'm making all things new. Anakinumenon. That's what you're in for. That's what we're up to. That's what's going on. So Jess is going to read for us from C.S. Lewis. He's got an anakinumenon word for you. Listen carefully. He will make the feeblest and filthiest of us into a dazzling, radiant, immortal creature, pulsating all through with such energy and joy and wisdom and love as we cannot now imagine. A bright, stainless mirror which reflects back to God perfectly, though of course on a smaller scale, his own boundless power and delight and goodness. The process will be long and very painful in parts, but that's what we're in for, nothing less. Can you imagine that? You're going to be a dazzling, radiant, immortal creature pulsating all through us, anakinumenon. All right, listen to this from C.S. Lewis. I is going to read it for us. Mere improvement is not redemption, though redemption always improves people, even here and now and will, in the end, improve them to a degree we cannot yet imagine. God became man to turn creatures into sons, not simply to produce better men of the old kind, but to produce a new kind of man. Isn't that great? God became one of us, not so that we could be kind of an improved version of ourselves, but so that we could be new. Anakinumanon is the point. Can we thank Jess and Sai? Way to go, team. Well done. Anakinumanon. Say it again. Anakinumanon. That's what's going on. That's what's happening in the world. I, I, I read the headlines. Another shooting. Anakinumanon, Lord. Dorian's about to hit land. Anakinumanon, Lord. Did you see the reports from Yemen? Anakinumanon, Lord. You made it new in the beginning. You'll, you'll redeem it new in the end. And in the meantime, Anakinumanon. The word is nestled nicely in the book of Colossians, chapter 3. I want you to listen to what surrounds it. So, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on things of earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, you also will be revealed with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. You once followed in those ways when that was your life, but the wrath of God is coming on those who are disobedient. Now you must get rid of all such things, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, for you have stripped off the old self and put on the new self, which is being anakinumenon, in knowledge according to the image of its creator. In that anakinumenon, there is no longer Jew or Greek, circumcised or uncircumcised, Scythian, barbarian, slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. 
as God's chosen ones. Holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Bear with one another. And if one has a complaint against the other, forgive each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, you also ought to forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves in love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, and whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It's Colossians 3, verses 1 through 17. Uh, Anna it's used uh, twice, actually, in the New Testament, once here and once in 1 Corinthians. To participate in anakinumenon, because remember, it's a middle passive participle, so you're both the subject of the verb, meaning you're like participating in it happening, and the object of the verb, meaning it's happening to you. To participate in anakinumenon is to die. I'm sorry. Uh, Paul says, You have died. That's the, 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 the passive part. And then he says, put to death. That's the active part. We cannot remove with any kind of integrity the insistence the Christian faith offers that we must put to death the things in us that distract from us the purposes of God for us. And if you want to listen more to this, Podcast pillar, last week's sermon. You can find it on I- Apple iTunes. We're going to move on. If you want to participate in anakinumenon, you have to know who you are, you have to dress like you mean it, and you have to do what you must. Does that sound like a decent way forward? Well, this is going to be a long morning for you. <laughs> There's a whole blank sheet of paper in your worship folder to write all these things down. If you want to participate in anakinumenon, know who you are, dress like you mean it, and do what you must. Know who you are. Is there anything more fundamentally necessary than identity? Paul lists this long set of virtues, compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, and he goes on and on, actually. But before he asks anything of us, he says something about us as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. That's who you are. Chosen, holy, beloved, chosen, holy. If you won't tattoo anakinumenon on your forearm, tattoo that on your heart. Chosen, Holy, beloved, there are so many competing claims on our identity. You are your family. You are your biology. You are your activity. You are what you're worth. You're a pawn in culture's game getting pushed around and moved about by forces invisible to you and much stronger than you. And all of it's real and all of it's alive. 
But this is more real and more alive. You're chosen, holy, beloved. Uh, We have a 13-year-old daughter. Is Lydia in here anywhere? Good. (laughs) We have a 13-year-old daughter, uh, Lydia. She's smart and fun and playful and funny. She loves music, music I don't really love. She's introduced us into a whole new world we forgot existed called teenager. That's what it feels like. She's awesome. I'm kind of teasing her. She's great. Uh, She's introduced us to a phrase. Do you know this phrase? I want to know, and then I'm going to do some demographic studies. How many of you know the phrase visco girl? (laughs) Everyone under 20. So, visco girl. A visco girl wears long shirts. Those of you under 20 can correct me. Long shirts, short shorts, scrunchy in her hair, and Birkenstocks on her feet. How am I doing? Ben, how am I doing? I'm doing great. I got a witness right here. Yeah? Visco girl. I mean, I think she makes visco girl awesome. That's sort of a social media phenomenon, but it's always, when I was a teenager, jock, prep, et cetera, et cetera, we've been doing this forever, creating typologies, creating images, creating the kind of thing we want to be, and then living into it. Well, fine, we're scrunchies, I don't care, but know this, chosen, holy, beloved, chosen, holy, beloved, that's who you are. You're chosen. Not like entitled or elite, go enjoy, you know, some life over there, but rather elected for a purpose. That's always been the way with election. Don't confuse it with some sort of elitism, but rather an invitation to participate in God's purposes for the world. That's why you're chosen, to get in on God's kingdom action in the world. Uh, When I was a kid, uh, we would go out to the playground at recess I should tell you, I'm extremely competitive. I'll be playing basketball with a girl somewhere, and I'm like blocking their junk all over the place. I'll be elbowing them in the front yard playing soccer. I refuse to lose to a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> I learned it on the playground at recess. We go outside, and you know how it happens. The two best, they, they, set the, they set the terms of engagement. The two best pick the teams. Remember this? And you're just hoping against hope you get picked. Please, Gabe. Please, Gabe, pick me. Pick me, Gabe. And finally, Gabe rolls his eyes and says, fine, I'll take Brown. And the game, it's the, it's the pick of shame. It's the choice of shame. But what if, what if God picks up the pick of shame, the choice of shame, turns it inside out and offers it back to you? Not now in shame, but opportunity. You're chosen to participate. Chosen to get in on it. That's who you are. You're holy. We use the word negatively, holy roller, holier than thou. You're so holy, we say sarcastically. We remove the sarcasm, add the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and you get what Paul has in mind. You're holy. Hagioi, if you like Greek, it means saints. Not talking about people who have died, but you now. Of the 64 times in the New Testament the word saint is used, it's used to refer to people now, here. Uh... Uh, Sam Wells in a book titled Improvisation. Heroes have learned to depend on themselves 
Saints learn to depend on God and on the community of faith. The church is God's new language, and it speaks not of a country fit for heroes to live in, but of a commonwealth of saints. You're saints. That's who you are. Chosen, holy, beloved. I love to preach Colossians 3 at a wedding. Uh, Anybody remember Colossians 3 at a wedding? And then months after the wedding, I'll say, when I see the bride or groom, hey, do you remember what I preached at your wedding? And the response is stunningly consistent. I have no idea. (laughs) I don't blame them. It's true for brides and grooms on Saturdays, and it's true for parishioners on Sundays. Come on, you're not going to remember the sermon. I know you're not. Remember this word. Beloved, 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 beloved. You are loved by the living God. Not like God thinks fondly of you, probably does. Not like fine feelings of affection for you, though that's probably true. I'm talking about love in action. Love as a verb, love enfleshed in Jesus Christ. Love that went to the cross and goes to the grave because he loves you who ascended into heaven where he'll come again to make all things new and to make all things right because he loves you. You are beloved. That's who you are. To participate in anakainumanon is to know who you are. So wear your Birkenstocks and your scrunchies or your polos and your sailboat. I don't care. This is most true. Chosen, holy, beloved. To participate in anakainumanon is to know who you are and to dress like you mean it. Uh, Somebody told me once that uh, if you dress well, you perform better. Anybody heard this? It's like when I'm in college, I'm, I'm suit and tying it for exam day. When you enter into that first interview, don't go visco girl. That, it's not going to work. And the Apostle Paul seems to know it's true. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against the other, forgive each other. And the list goes on. This list is the third list in Colossians 3. The first list begins like this. Put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed. Our list is offsetting both in number and purpose the first list. Fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, greed, compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Fornication. It's not just what you think it is, and if you don't know what you think it is, talk to me later. The word is porneia, from which we get our word pornography. The Apostle Paul is not now talking about internet addiction, but any and all who objectify the human body for their own gratification. Pitted against compassion. See the Im- treat other people for the image of God in them. Impurity. It's a religious word to refer to those who have been religiously defiled. They can't get into the temple. They can't go have their God meeting. Versus kindness, which is not just being polite, but actually fit for a certain purpose. Was it the prophets who say, I desire not your sacrifice, but your kindness? Paul is pitting one against the other. The second list in the put to death therefore section, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language. Pit, anger, pit against, bear with one another. Wrath, pit against, forgive each other. 
malice, pit against, love each other. Slander, I can't remember now what that one is. Abusive language from your mouth, pit against, teach one another in wisdom. Pit one against the other, inviting us to put to death those things in us that distract from us the purposes of God for us, and inviting us then to clothe ourselves in things that may not come naturally to us. Are you hanging with me? We dress up. We put it on until we become the thing we're acting like. This is physiologically true. This is how it works. The more you do the same thing over and over, you actually create new synapses in your brain. It happens. So dress like you mean it. Uh, C.S. Lewis again. There are two kinds of pretending. There's a bad kind where the pretense is there instead of the real thing. As when a person pretends they're going to help you instead of really helping you. But there's also a good kind where the pretense leads up to the real thing. When you're not feeling particularly friendly, but know you ought to be, the best thing you can do very often is to put on a friendly manner and behave as if you were a nicer person than, than you actually are. And in a few minutes, as we've all noticed, you will be really feeling friendlier than you were. Very often, the only way to get equality in reality is to start behaving as if you had it already. Right, I know, Paul's been saying it for 2,000 years. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, bear with one another, forgive each other. Above all, clothe yourselves, dress like you mean it. To participate in anakainumenon is to know who you are, to dress like you mean it, and to do what you must. The list begins, the first list, put to death, therefore, whatever in you is earthly, it all ends, whatever you do. Put to death, whatever, whatever you do. Paul, pitting one against the other, whatever you do. Spousing, parenting, singling, hoping, waiting, looking, reading, playing, stretching, trying, whatever you do. The, the, these virtues that Paul is calling for from us get played out in every arena of life, in every facet of our lives. We love to separate private and public. I think it's one of the ways the evil one is wreaking havoc on our lives, especially in this country. Just have your little private life. So read your Bible, say your prayers, keep it to yourself. Keep your little spirituality in the living room before dawn. Don't bring it to work. The Apostle Paul says, not so fast, my friends. Whatever you do. Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Do it all as unto Christ. All because Christ has done it all. That's why. You're not, you're not gaining favor with God. Sorry. You don't get points in some divine game. Christ has already done it all. Christ, by his life, death, and resurrection, has claimed you as his own. You belong to him. So live your lives with gratitude. That's basic Christianity. And the Reformed tradition puts a point on it when it says our lives are an expression of gratitude. Christ has already done it all, so whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. So Christ has compassion on the crowds. That's what it says in Mark's Gospel. Clothe yourselves with compassion. So let the same mind be in you that was in Christ, who though he was in the 
form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but humbled himself. So clothe yourselves in humility. Blessed are the meek, so clothe yourselves in meekness. Christ has already done it all, so whatever you do. Are you, are you with me? Are we together? So Wednesday afternoon, Pastor Jen and I go to Freedom Village to visit with the saints there, Gordon and Carol and Thea and Jim and Susan, Paul, Janice. Uh, Bob Vischer is the host. He sets the coffee, makes the cookies, or at least provides the cookies. Afterwards, we meandered down Freedom Village into Clarebridge, where his beloved wife of 66 years, Marge, is staying. Uh, dementia has been wreaking its havoc on her life, but can't take away her joy, the vibrancy of her spirit. They wheeled her out into the sitting area where we were. Bob said, this is our minister. She says, I know. She makes the kissing motion. I've told you that. In the middle of our conversation, Bob, Bob trying to sort of help me understand what she's saying, so I end up kind of talking with Bob. In the middle of that conversation, she just interrupts and starts singing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. So I stopped talking with Bob and started singing with her. That saved a wretch like me. I'm not sure if it was dementia or the spirit, but she changed the words. That saved a saint like me. She kept going, I once was lost, so I kept going with her, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. She changed the words again. Was blind, but now I'm free. Anakainumanon. Becoming who you already are. New. You're free. You're free. You're free. Live free. Christ has done it all by his life, death, and resurrection. He's done it all. So whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Anakainumanon. Amen? And here at the table, we get to taste it. Christ is so kind. We get to feed on it. He's done it all. So whatever you do,